Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Elizabeth Reese. I'm Marjorie Punnett. And this is Best to the Nest, the podcast that is all about creating strong, comfortable, beautiful nests that prepare us to fly. And Marjorie... I'm on a bit of a mission in my nest <laughs> that I've talked about over the last couple of years. I think really like particularly in the last year and I've mentioned it in passing and I thought today was the day for me to outline my game plan for what's happening in my nest. Are you ready for this? I'm ready and this is really important. And I think we have touched on this several times, but I like this. I like the energy you're bringing to this and the focus. <laughs> You've got a lot of focus going on, Elizabeth. We got a new fancy coffee machine at our house and so it is oh, um, nice. like <laughs> I am constantly hopped up because it's so fun to push the button and have the milk foam and like everything happen. And I'm just like, how much more coffee can I have? I'm like you. You know, this is making me so happy because it's usually me that's overly amped. And it's so fun to have you be the one this time. It's great. Imagine if we were like this every day, the two of us doing the radio show again, where we were equally amped. It'd be awesome. (laughs) So I want to talk about my philosophy for my home. You know, um, what's been happening over the past year or so in particular is that I have I have become sort of on this quest to turn my home into a wellness center. (laughs) I think a lot of people had like pandemic hobbies or things that they got really into or maybe ways that they manifested anxiety. And for me, it always comes back to something at the house because this is what I, you know, frankly put most of my money goes into this building that we live in, right? right? Most of my time is spent here. And this is where I want everything to be the best, hence the podcast, Best to the Nest. Well, it sounds expensive, but I will say all along the way, it doesn't have to be. Right. It just goes back, I think, to something that we talk about a lot on this podcast, which is intention. Well, and some of it comes down to things and some of it comes down to rituals. You know, let's go back even further to our office together when you and I hosted the radio show together. And remember Mm -hmm. when my mom learned that we were having tea together every day and we were drinking tea out of styrofoam cups. And she said, ladies, this will not do. And so she bought us a beautiful little tea set. And so we would have proper tea during the radio show and we would like make it in a pot, this pretty pot. And then we would. Um, poor tea and it was so sweet and I think you know that was like such a lovely ritual that was beautiful I know it was beautiful but within the radio station we were total goofballs oh yeah like here we were having we were having formal tea during our show (laughs) of course we would 
I know. I know. It's great. And on, on Lori and Julia's show, they were talking about like the latest sex position. Yes. <laughs> the difference between the content. Exactly. 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 So this conversation was really inspired today by this quote that I found on Instagram by somebody that I follow. You know, Instagram is just like a wealth of knowledge for me. I love the gram. <laughs> I don't like these reels, but I do love the gram. Um, I do too. So I follow someone named uh, Dr. Amy Shaw. She is at FastingMD on Instagram. Okay, so I don't know how I just happened to follow her. I followed her for a while. And she posted something that really resonated with me, and then I posted it in my stories. And this was her quote. She said, true self-care is not soft baths and chocolate cake. It is making the choice to build a life you don't regularly have to escape from. Amen. It is making the choice to build a life you don't regularly have to escape from. And it was like kind of a gut punch to me. And it also was just like a, hey, you're on the right track, Iris. Like you are on the right track. And so I, what I wanted to talk about today is sort of that process for me of turning my home into a wellness center, turning my home into like sort of a hotel spa having these elements so that I don't feel like I have to go on vacation or I have to take time off just to feel like I can breathe again so that I can feel those moments of like deep breath and restoration and um, solitude and all of that within my daily practice of life and, you know, as the days, weeks and months go on. My mom, when she was in her I think she was in her late 60s, and my parents were divorced when my mom was in her 50s. So she was a single woman, lived in a beautiful condo on the lake, but two doors down, there was a building with a balcony. And she always wanted a balcony. Yeah. You know, it overlooked a beach and the water. She wanted a balcony. So she was 69, 70, or 71. She just said, I'm moving. I am moving. Yeah. And she sold the one she was in. She bought the new one, and it sort of, to me, always represented exactly what that quote was. She knew what she wanted. It was a pain to do. You know, here she is in her 70s, and she's moving. But even at 70, she created the life that she wanted. She actually really liked sleeping outside, and she (laughs) couldn't in her 17th floor condo. So she moved to the 22nd floor and she put a bed outside. I mean, I don't, it was like a day bed. And she would often on summer nights, because it was a screened porch, sleep outside listening to the lake. Oh, I love that. And she didn't have to escape anything. And so for a 70-year-old woman who travel would have been harder at that point, although I think she was still traveling, she made her life exactly what she wanted it to be and not something that she had to escape from. And I always think about how we get stuck because we are where we are. But I think, and that could be, you might feel stuck in your own house because it might feel overwhelming. Well, are you surrounded by too much clutter? Yeah, I mean, even in the place where you are, you can turn it into, and that's what I was saying, because I think you're going to talk about some pretty cool things. But it doesn't always, to start the process of making your home your respite, 
can just start with something as easy as, easy as decluttering. Yeah. We all like hotel rooms because there's no clutter. Okay. That's why we like them. This is so true, Marjorie. And when yep. you, okay, so a, a big, another big um, kind of moment for me of thinking I wanted to talk more about this was when, when I went to Florida and I went to visit my friend Emily and I was staying with her and they have a condo there that is relatively new to them. Like they just mm-hmm. bought it within the last couple of years. So in the guest room that I was staying in, there was nothing in the drawers. I opened oh. the drawers and there's not because I went to put my things in the drawers and there was nothing in them and there was open space for me to hang my clothes. And it made mm-hmm. me think as I opened up a drawer to put some of my things in for my stay, it reminded me of how much I love empty drawers. Like empty <laughs> drawers are so luxurious. And so yeah. what this got me thinking about was um, was paying attention to how you feel during and after activities, during like little moments of the day, even so far as paying attention to how you feel while you are consuming certain food and drinks and after you are consuming certain food and drinks. Because I did come back from that trip and we ate out a lot and I had a mm-hmm. lot of cocktails with Emily because she's super fun and she stocks great tequila at her house. And so <laughs> I came back though and I was like, man, it took my stomach like three days to recover from right. all of that. Right. But I think the point is, is paying attention to those little things that bring you peace. That's the only way to continue to build on that and to figure out okay, what can I incorporate into my daily life into things that bring you peace? And I am 100% in agreement with you. I think decluttering is the most therapeutic, freeing thing that you can do, and it is free. It costs you nothing to do it. Yep. And it keeps you, it actually will save you money because once you do it, it keeps you from buying more. Yes. I'm tempted by nothing. I mean, other than clothes, that's not true. I'm always tempted by clothes. <laughs> and just so I, everybody knows, I'm not a complete hypocrite. I'm sitting in our guest room right now, which does not have any empty drawers. And all of my extra clothes are lying on the bed. And it's about two feet, three feet high because I have no more space in my closet. So clothes are my problem. Yeah. And I have to declutter my clothes. But other than that, we've downsized so much that... I don't want to bring anything else into the house because I like how it feels. Yes. I don't want anything else. I don't want any more chairs. I don't want any – and I see cute stuff all the time. But it's it's once you declutter and you really start that process, it, it will save you money because nothing's tempting because you like how your space feels. Yeah. And I think knowing when you like how something feels is such an important – like you said that and I was like ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Paying attention to when do you like how something feels. Like – and then when do you not? And right. it can help you, I think, make such good decisions. So so the idea of turning my home into a wellness center really was like, I I just want to have the opportunity to incorporate wellness and, um, and sort of that spa-like feeling and health into my everyday. So, okay, I have some ideas for you. Are you ready for these? Then you can ready. tell me which things you would like and which things you won't. Um, I think a big thing that a lot of us have done during the pandemic is figured out how to work out at home. And mm-hmm. we've had a Peloton for five years and I'm very like on again, off again of using it. Right. But I think I think it's the best bang for your buck when it comes to working out at home. Well, Peloton, just, Peloton's going to like hearing you say that. They're, they're going to like trouble. I know they're laying off like 2,900 people. They've yeah. got a whole situation. But yeah. whatever it is, I think if you can figure out one thing that you really like to do at home – 
it just makes all the difference and just committing to 20 minutes because the movement thing, there are so few things in life that aren't made better by just moving your body. It's like the greatest anxiety reliever of all time. Well, I will tell you in terms of daily exercise. So I exercise when I, when I lived in Arizona, I exercised every day because I rode my bike every day to Mm -hmm. and from the bus I had to catch from work. So I was exercising about 20 minutes there, 20 minutes back. So it was just 40 minutes without thinking about it. It's and perfect. with the pandemic and I moved here, I lost that. And I promptly lost how good I felt about my body. Yeah. Um, I don't care about weight, but I know, I know roughly where I feel like myself. Mm-hmm. And so I really in the last probably starting in January, actually, I've really started exercising every single day. And it does make such a difference. And I was researching, I'm a little bit older than you. And so for the first time, like I actually have like a little bit of joint pain and I want to put off any sort of medication or anything like that for as long as I can, Mm because I just, I don't want to start that now. I I don't. And so I was researching like, how do, what do I do about knee pain? And Elizabeth, it was so interesting. It said they have had studies that say if you walk more than 6,000 steps a day, now I'm not a doctor, so please, everybody's pain is different. If you walk 6,000 steps a day, you can start alleviating some pain. Seems counterintuitive, but it also, it doesn't, it doesn't. It's that idea of movement, of keeping your body stretched and limber and active that that's helpful to your joints. And so I think when you talk about making your home a wellness center, part of being well, and I will tell you this from a 57-year-old, is having control of your body. Yeah, for sure. And controlling how much pain you may or may not be in as you grow older. And, you know, we've talked about this before because of Jay, who was a former very successful hockey player Mm -hmm. and played for most of his life that's something he has to, like any athlete, has to be aware of, which is what was so smart about some of the things that you've done. But I think for any of us that weren't professional athletes, your body will still have aches and pains. And things like daily exercise, whether it's the Peloton, a treadmill, or just going out for a walk for 20 minutes a day, it's the makes best. such a huge difference. Yeah. Such a huge difference. Yeah. And outside time is so important. That's the one downside of the Peloton. It's like you're not outside. But yeah. getting outside, I think, is so big. I'm also going to prescribe to you, and I'm not a doctor. I'm just playing one on the podcast right now. Don't take this as medical advice, but you should be drinking bone broth every day and taking a turmeric supplement. Just telling you. Okay. You know. The bone broth thing. Uh... Well, listen, there's also a new bone broth protein powder that's just basically dehydrated uh, bone broth. And I don't uh-huh. listen, I don't have any affiliation with this company, but it's called Ancient Nutrition. And it comes in all sorts of flavors. It's like vanilla. Like, and what's out. the bone broth going to do for me? It's amazing. It's got that, that collagen in it. And it also has um, the chondroitin and the glucosamine that are so oh. good for your joints. Yeah. I take and it's a bo- natural okay. bioavailable version. So instead of taking a pill, you're essentially taking a whole food. Okay. Well, you, you had to text me that. Yeah. We'll put it in the show notes. But we'll put it in the show notes. I'll put in the, um, you know, I, I just, I don't have any affiliation with those companies, but I'm just telling you. That's but I, I, I just, I never thought I, my body has been very good to me most of my life. I never thought I would experience pain. And it is weird to have a little bit and just be like, uh-uh, I'm going to figure this out. I don't like this. I know. <laughs> I'm so another, another thing that I think when you are, 
when you're turning your home into a wellness center that I've been sort of conscious of that I really love is choosing home decor items that double as wellness support. So a lot of these things we've talked about in um, the podcast before, we've talked about crystals yeah. And I am like really loving the idea of getting some of these big crystals as decor items like in a bookshelf or on a coffee table or tucked on an end table because as we talked about um, with Kristen Brown in our podcast, oh gosh, I mean probably a year ago now. Yeah. We talked about like the energy that different crystals can bring into your life and bring into your home. And um, and so it's sort of just looking at like, let's talk about a minimalistic view, you know, get rid of the clutter and think about things that are not only beautiful, but also doing something good for you. Do you so, think they really do something good for you? Or they do something about like the scientific evidence behind some of this. I mean, Why I know it gets a little woo woo, but you know, right. whatever. If it looks beautiful. It does look beautiful. And everything has like a certain vibration, right? I mean, isn't that well, physics? I'm touching some of my pretty dresses. That's nice. That's nice. They have Um, a vibration. (laughs) I also really love Himalayan salt lamps or just salt lamps in general. I do. Those are super inexpensive and you can get them. Um, like I, you can get them at Whole Foods or at the, the one that I have, I've got two and they came from the co-op and my sister was at the co-op and they were like, she's like, oh my gosh, these salt lamps are down to 20 bucks. Who wants some? So she came out with like a stack of them and they're just, they give off a really lovely glow. From what I've read, the science is a little mixed on if it actually works, um, in terms of providing health benefits, but right. I don't know, guys. I mean, you can't prove all sorts of things. If it makes it you feel good and you, you like it, right, it's not going to hurt you. When, when we were on the cruise, Elizabeth, they had a, um, a salt room. Oh, I love um, that. So we would sit in the salt room every night, and then they had um, a snow room. So we would go into the – for cold therapy, and that yeah. was pretty wild. So we would go from, like, the steam to the salt room to the snow room. Um, but the salt room was a little weird because we just sat in there and doesn't really – you can't really feel anything. No, but I think it, they say it's a respiratory benefit because you breathe right. it in. Yeah. So it was interesting. But I think salt lamps are beautiful like crystals. They're not going to hurt you. Right. And it's pretty, so that I works. I love works. beeswax candles because I think oh, they're yeah. not perfumey. We've talked about those before. I love the yeah. ones from the Foundry Home Goods in Minneapolis. Um, they smell great. They, like, make your house feel cozy and, again, like a wellness center. But it's that real natural aroma, like nothing perfumey. Right. And then the other thing that I think um, I've really loved incorporating some plants into my home decor and if you think you can't keep a house plant alive, you need to get a snake plant because they literally will not be killed. <laughs> like, they won't be killed. I'll look at mine and I'll think like, man, I haven't watered this in so long. And it still looks great. And, you know, that's another thing where, like, some people will say, oh, the um, you know, they're going to bring in fresh air and they help filter the air. And then others say in order for plants to filter the air in your home, you'd literally have to have every surface covered with plants. Like that's how many you would need. So again, I mean, it's not going to hurt you. And it brings you like that beautiful sense of wellness when you're looking at something green when you're in the middle of winter. Is that the latest research on that? Because I'm still stuck in the research that said there are certain plants that actually filter the air. Yes. And then I think 
the newest research is that you have to have like a thousand of them. Yeah, I, but let's be clear. You can pretty much find a study to support anything as yeah, we've seen but you know it's one of those things that I think is really helpful so those are like really inexpensive things to do and then I also think just like creating some space for a wellness routine so um you know I found that I I really am figuring out like where I like to do things so like if I'm going to do a yoga practice I don't really want to go to the basement I want to be in like my lovely bedroom Right. And so I got a super inexpensive, cute basket from Target and I put, I, you know, like rolled up my yoga mat. I have this like really cool little acupressure mat that I like. Um, and then I have a roller thing that I'll tell you about in a minute. And I put them all in a basket and it sits out and it looks like clean and really nice. But then every time I go past it, I'm reminded like, this is what this space can be used for. And I think that's really important. And then I, I mean, do the, it. Mm-hmm. The yoga practice that I do is only 20 minutes long. Me too. And everything's 20 it, minutes. I don't do anything over 20 minutes. 20 minutes. And having the right space to do it and having, as silly as it seems, having everything right there is the only way that I can do it as a daily. I don't, I do it about four times a week, mm-hmm. but that's the only way that I'll that's do it amazing. four times a week if it's right if I have my routine, yeah, if my, I have my routine to do it and I have the right space to do it. If you don't, you just won't do it. No, I think you're totally right. Yeah. The, um, that roller I was telling you about is on my list of some other items that I'm really into and it's called a fascia roller. And oh, I yeah. don't know if you've heard of these, but I get like, I have really a lot of tightness throughout my, um, what's that called on the outside of your thigh that runs all the way down. Talk, it's talking to the wrong person. But yeah, yes. it's not your hip flexor, but it's your something. I like really get a lot of pain, like to the point where if I like lay on a side on a foam roller on my side, it is almost too painful to do. Right. So I got this, um, the brand is Cool Life. I got it on Amazon, you know, forgive me for that, but I linked it up. It's $18.99. I mean, it's very cheap. And you can use it as a roller, like all over your body. So instead of having to like get down on the ground and support your weight when you're on a foam roller and kind of having a lot of pressure, it's like this amazing massager. And it's a rod and you hold on to either end and then you just roll it over your body. And I love it. Like I love it. It's like the best $19 I've spent. I've had it for years. Yeah. The, um, I will tell you, so Gar, my older son, uses a roller. He has a, he swam through college. So he's got a lot of residual aches and pains in his neck and shoulder. Yeah, for sure. And he still works out quite a bit. He pushes his body pretty hard. So he swears when he comes to visit, he brings his roller. Yeah. Um, He uses that. And then the other thing he uses, um, if, and this is pretty intense, if you don't have one, he's used it on me on my neck and I actually kind of love it. Um, Do you have a Theragun? No, but I would love one. This is okay. on my list. Jay made a redneck Theragun out of a drill bit and right. his oh, drill. No. <laughs> it was no, $9. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. a little bit more expensive. But yeah, yeah I know. No. I think I would like one of those. You know, you should get one for him for Valentine's Day. Yeah. And then just use it yourself. That's which a great is always idea. the beautiful Valentine's Day gift mm-hmm. because I'm telling you, he will love it. It's super – I don't like um, – Massage. I like human hands to massage me, quite frankly. <laughs> but if I can't have human so hands, funny. I don't like little, like you can buy those little um, massagers that vibrate. Yeah. 
I don't like those. I no. don't. It just doesn't make me feel good. They're not strong enough. The Theragun is percussive, so it pounds you. And I'll watch Gar do it, and he knows his body so well. Like he'll just pound through his muscles, and he can play like four hours of basketball, and then at the end he'll do that, and he'll feel pretty good. So, I mean, I think if, if you are looking for like that tightness, I mean, you have to be careful with it because it's really powerful. For but sure. if you've got tightness, I mean, he did it on my back and shoulders and oh my God, it was amazing. They have a I smaller mean, travel amazing. version too that's like a little bit less expensive that I was thinking about because they can yeah. be kind of spendy. Perfect um, Valentine's Day gift. Yeah, that is a really good idea. Okay. I've talked about my sauna as the Finns say. Oh. The Finns get very upset if you call it a sauna, but so I try oh. to call it a sauna and a sauna so that I don't upset the Finns because I yes. have lots of respect for them. Um, so we got our Sunlight and <laughs> Sauna, sauna, almost a year ago, and I continue to say it was the best purchase we've ever made. And we have a three-person one, and we got it from the company Sunlighten, and um, Kate Doubler, who's a previous guest on our podcast, she recommended this version because it has a super low EMF emission. So if you're worried about like that, you know, dirty electricity stuff and you don't want that, those electromagnetic fields all over you, it's got a low emission. It is infrared, which means that it's not going to be like, you don't heat it up with the wood and the coals and everything like that. And you don't put steam on it. It's, um, it's got these heat panels that heat up and they're amazing. And, um, and then it also is made with like all non-toxic, like glues and stains and everything That's like important. that, That's which really I important. think is really important because I'd looked at some kind of like cheaper versions or just like, Hey, we could kind of, you know, cobble this together. And then I thought, what's in these glues? Like, right. you know, if you're heating something right. up to pretty hot, like I'll heat it up to 158 and sit in there. And that's going to off gas. I mean, if you've got, yeah. if, it, if you have toxic glues, that's going to mm-hmm. off gas. So. so this, I think, I mean, it's been such an amazing investment because I use it like, I, I probably use it now four to five times a week. Do I was in really? it last night. I, I use it all the time and I feel such peace and I feel like it's the best. I mean, if I can do that and a workout in one day, I'm like a million bucks. If I had to choose workout or the sauna, I would choose the sauna because so it, I love it. We've talked about the sauna before. What, in terms of the health benefits, what are we talking about? Is so, it circulation? Yeah, it's, I mean, the, when you look at the health benefits of a sauna, I mean, you can find, once you get one, you'll be like psycho and you'll just, your ears will perk up every time people talk about it. I just listened to a podcast with this brain specialist doctor who was talking about that frequent sauna um, use is associated with amazing enhanced brain health as you age. It's amazing for your cardiovascular health. It's like an incredible immune system builder. It's amazing for reducing inflammation. It's like the list goes on and on and on. And there've been some really fascinating studies on the Finnish people and people, and there's a super famous one um, that was done on Finnish men that just showed like their health benefits were off the charts of people who use regular saunas. And is and, it regular sauna? Does it matter if it's the infrared sauna? Because I've done both. If it's the infrared sauna or it's the just the traditional sauna, You know, the infrared people will tell you that the infrared, you can stay in longer and it's okay. like a deeper, more penetrating heat that penetrates deeper into your body. I think either one, whatever you prefer and whatever you love and you'll use, like the infrared just plugs in 
and we had to get a dedicated electrical right. outlet installed, but we just plug it in and then I turn it on and preheat. So, you know, ours is a three person sauna. So you can sit in there with a couple of different people and it's like the traditional, like it's like a wooden box with a glass door. Um, but my mom and my sister both got the solo from Sunlighten, which is a, um, it's essentially you lay, it's portable and it's like these half moon kind of panels that you like lay out and then you right. slide your body into it and it's just you in the sauna and you can keep your head out. So for some people who maybe like don't like the idea of their head getting super hot, um, the solo is a super cool option and it's a lot cheaper, cheaper than like a big – and if you don't have space, I mean if you don't have a huge space for a sauna, like we always have unfinished basements so we, you know, right. we can right. fit it in there. What does your mom say it's done for her? So my mom – she loves it. She's like loves the sweat. She loves like the just quiet and the sitting and um and you just feel super energized after you get out. Because I will tell you in doing the research like I'm trying to figure out why my joints hurt and inflammation's a big thing. So I've changed my diet. I've cut out a ton of sugar. I've mm-hmm. cut out as much as many things as I can to try and manage and it's not horrible, but it's there and I want it to be gone. Um Inflammation is such a huge thing, I and it's like new to me. So I sound, please, I know I sound stupid because it's oh, like, no, hey, do you know inflammation is a big no, deal as you no. get older? But it's like I never paid attention it's to a this big, stuff. It's like the biggest problem with for health for Americans. It's crazy, and so I. That's interesting to me that a sauna can be a part of the solution on that as well. Plus, and, it's like a built-in meditation. Like I pipe right. in meditations into it. And so then I listen to a meditation while I'm in there. And, and you know, the benefits of meditation are just off the charts as well. Well, and for someone like you, and I think we're similar in this way, it's very hard to make ourselves slow down. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to make our brains stop. And so that ritual, that habit of going in, just if it were a box that didn't do anything would probably be beneficial to you. It's just sensory deprivation. <laughs> because you would just have to sit still for a moment. I so know. I mean just from the just from the get go, it's I think it's really I think it's really a great thing. I got okay, in there really last cool. night while Jay took the kids to swimming. And then I got in there last night and then um when they came home I got out and came up the stairs and Jay came up to kiss me on the face and then he was like, Whoa, you <laughs> you are sweaty <laughs> Okay, I could take a smooch another time. (laughs) But I'm so happy. So happy. It felt so good. Another one I wanted to recommend, or at least people look into. Now, this one I don't have personal experience with, but it's a sauna blanket from the company called Higher Dose. And Hmm. I have listened to interviews with the founders of this company. It's based in New York. um, And it's $500. So the price point is a lot lower for sure than like a regular sauna and it's even less than the solo. Um, but it's like this blanket and you turn it on and you sit in it and you heat up and you sweat. Um, and so I, I have heard from people, I have a friend who just got one and she and her husband has been using it and they really like it. Um, and I've heard other reviews that it's really great. So if you think you want to do that sauna experience, I mean, if you, if you went to like a spa or a wellness center to get in the sauna, I think mm-hmm. it's like my my girlfriend has a membership to a place in LA and I think it ends up being like if you got bought them individually it's like 40 bucks a pop. Yeah. So yeah. I mean if it becomes a regular part of your wellness practice it's certainly going to be more cost effective to buy one than it is to go, you know. But I think this this comes back to intention again. Everything doesn't have to be expensive. No. And you can prioritize part of this too and 
this is why I think it's so important to talk about in your 40s. Part of this, too, is prioritizing where you're going to spend your money. And when I look back, like when we moved out of our house in St. Paul, and I look back at all of the kind of silly, stupid things I bought because, you know, they were on an end cap or they were super cute or something for the kids or it was whatever. But the amount of wasted money just because it was an impulse buy – I don't even want to calculate it in my head because it was a waste. And I think that's the one piece that I think you are still very much in sort of an accumulation phase, which most 30s and 40-year-olds are because you're growing your families, you're creating your homes. It's that idea of what do you want your home to be, how do you want it to look, and how do you want it to serve you? And so this just goes back to intention. So again, like you, you could balance out what is a membership at a health club cost or can I have these things in my own home? Yeah. It's just always sort of the cost benefit ratio to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But when you look, I mean, everybody should go out and look in there. If you have a garage, go out and look at it. What, what's the wasted money in there? What are the things that you're not using? And I think that's just the choice you can make if you change the paradigm of your own home, which we've talked about before, is that it has to be something that serves you. You've been this way since I've known you. Yeah. When you lived in your sweet bungalow, that house served you. You had a beautiful garden. You made every inch of that house work for you. And I think this is sort of just an this is just a, a sort of I don't want to say a maturation because the other wasn't immature, but this just is an evolving vision of what your home needs to be for you. And I think that's great. I love that. I think that's so that's like really a wonderful way to describe that and an evolving vision of what your home needs to be for you. You had like a lot of quotes in there that I wanted to write down and post on things. (laughs) It's like really great. I I mean I don't know if you pre wrote that, but it was well done. Really good. Okay, a couple more things before we go because we're going to run out of time. I got a a TV show to do, okay? Um, So I'm also getting really into red light therapy. And um, first of all, I have to interrupt you. I love you on just, I love you always, but this little extra bit of coffee is really working for me. I know. I also lost one of my jobs this week. That's a story for another day and it's okay. It's not a bad thing. Um, And so I feel, I'm feeling like a little bit freer about what my, um, what my days are going to look like. And that's, I can hear it. That's making me feel less, you know, when like something shifts and then you feel less overwhelmed. That's yeah. how I feel. And it's yes. really great. There you um, go. And I did take time to work out today, which also felt great. There and, you go. and then I did a meeting with um, a marketing person and unapologetically had my hair up and was kind of post sweaty because I just worked out. Right. And I told her, I'm like, hey, this is what you're getting with me. I'm super excited to meet with you. But I had 20 minutes. So I decided to do a workout. And she was like, oh my gosh, not only do I not mind, but you've just inspired me that I'm going to do that this afternoon. And it was oh, great. Oh, I love that. I love I that. That's great. Um, okay. So two more things. I am getting into uh, red light therapy. This is another thing that my mom, my mom is like my wellness guru. She always gets into all these things. Um, but red light therapy is kind of this like wave of the future. So if you're feeling pain, Marjorie, mm-hmm. um, you can take a small red light device and you can aim it at the place where you're feeling pain for about 10 minutes a day. And uh, research is showing that it is making a big difference in inflammation. And when you aim it at your face, it is um, a, like an amazing anti-aging tool. So my mom for Christmas got my sisters and I this I think it's called Mito or it's called Mito. It's M-I-T-O, but we have a link for it in the show notes. 
Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. And she got us this little one called the Mito Mobile. And um, you can plug it in. It's got a USB charger. And this one is $199. And then you can um, just aim the red light anywhere. So I haven't been super consistent about this, but this is like my next goal. And my mom has panels from this company called Juve that are big that she hangs up on the back of a door and she does full body red light therapy exposure 10 minutes a day, I think almost every day. And has she noticed a difference? She's noticed her skin. You cannot even believe it. Have you seen my mom lately? Unbelievable. Stunning always. She's but, always stunning, but she's like late sixties. It's I I mean Okay. Tell me about tell me about her wrinkle situation on her face. She she looks amazing. And she doesn't like she's gone through some phases where she's gotten like some Botox and stuff, but I don't even think she's really doing that. I right. I mean I don't well, I will tell you, at a certain point, Botox I've done Botox, and at a certain point, Botox unless you're gonna go full on Botox you know, fillers, it doesn't really, it doesn't really help you after a certain point because, okay, so you get rid of the frown lines in between your eyes, you're still going to have wrinkles everywhere else. So it's like, you know, so I think your mom's approach, and this is, I've been really interested in red light because the woman that I follow, Trini Woodall, she does the full red light mask you know, yes. that you put on your face. Yeah. That um, higher dose makes one of those too. Just FYI, that company I just told you about with the sauna blanket. Oh, do they really? Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to look at that. Yeah. And I've been really interested in that because for me, that's going to be my future of skincare because if I do anything going forward, and I'm not going to do this, but the like when I look at women, I'm like, oh, I want to look like you or I want to look like you. The best thing I think, because I don't want to change the way I look, and I think fillers and too much Botox, people, women all start to look the same. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It looks yeah. weird to me. Well, I don't like how I've had Botox like two times and I didn't like how it felt in my face. Yeah, and I don't, I don't like injecting things in my face, and it's expensive, and it's temporary, and so I just feel like I have to get really good from the inside out. Um, but the only, like, the only thing that I always leave open, if I have stupid money someday to spend, I am not above a facelift because <laughs> I have seen women yeah. who do that, and then it's like, okay, that looks because they look like better versions of themselves. Oh, I know, I get as it. A, as opposed to like a filled version. Like I don't want my fat ass in my cheeks. I don't. I don't want that. So red light is an option for me. I'm going to look into that. That's Because your mom, I have not seen her in a couple of years, but even when I saw her in her mid-60s, she looked amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. So look into okay. red light therapy. See if that's okay. something. And again, you can get the little ones. You can go up to get the big panels. And then the next thing that I want to get, this is like on my wish list and I look at it like every day. Is um is call is a a PEMF mat. So there are a few companies that make these. Um, Biomat is one. Uh, I have my girlfriend in uh, San Diego. She has a Biomat, and um, they are these mats. There's this one from this company, Healthy Line. That this is the one that I think I'm going to get, and it's a rainbow mat. And it's a chakra mat. So it's got loads of crystals in it. And then it heats up. And um, it's far infrared therapy. It's negative ion therapy. It's hot stone therapy. It's all these kinds of therapies. And so, again, when you talk about, like, I'm just going to tell you, if you, like, go to a spa, every treatment is, like, 150 or 200 bucks, right? You know? Right. So if you want to incorporate that sort of spa feeling 
into your life on a regular basis, you can invest in some of these things. Like here's what I, when I'm, I'm like, okay, this mat that I want is like $700. So I'm like, okay, well that's like, then I just don't do four massages. Right. right. <laughs> well, I'm looking at the one that you sent the link and it's 165 no, that's the damage plan. Never yeah, mind. Yeah, that's the damage plan. No, the <laughs> big the one, there, there's a small one that's like $696. And the oh. bigger one that I think that I would like is like $1,100. It is. So, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. I mean, this is just, this is what it is. But a lot of like holistic healthcare professionals will use these to lay their clients on while they're doing like oh. Reiki or massage. You can do yoga on this. You can do um, oh, meditation on it. Um, this, so essentially what's happening, we've talked about on the podcast, earthing. We talked about that with Annalisha and um, the system emits the same magnetic frequency as the earth. And so it's compatible with the human body's natural biorhythm. So, the, you know, this is kind of nice because, like, your kids can't really go into the sauna. I mean, they can for a few minutes. Right. But this is something that, like, your kids could lay on. And oh, I um, love this. if anybody has any pain or this is something that, like, you and Ian would love this, Marjorie. Yeah. Like, Ian I, would lay on it. You would love it. I am looking at this. And I will tell you, I had for the first time um, a hot stone massage. Oh, and that feel good. The masseuse was like, you know, because she like she had already done my neck. I had like a mini massage, and she's like, "You need to come back. We need to do more." And I'm like, "Yes, they always we say do. that every time I go too." They're like, "Boy, you're upper shoulders." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's she said. You need more. So I went back, and she said, "You know, would you mind? Let's try a hot stone massage." And I'm like, "Sure." I was kind of like, "Sure, whatever," because it just I never really understood it, and then. Oh my God. It's amazing. Amazing. And it felt amazing. And it was just this great combination of that sort of began the massage and then it went into sort of I like deep tissue and then it sort of went into the the, the regular massage, but it was so good. So I'm looking at this mat. It's eleven hundred dollars, Elizabeth. I know, but if here's one cool thing about this company I will tell you that I looked into. So this is why I think I'm gonna get the smaller one. They mm-hmm. have like a trade up program. So if you buy the smaller one that doesn't have your whole body, you can use it. And then if you decide you want to take the plunge and get the bigger one, you get the full value of what you paid oh, that's cool. for it towards the new one. So yeah, I'm looking at the smaller one, Elizabeth, and I'm envisioning you like trying to squish your whole body. I know. Like you're small. You could totally, because yeah, they say the small one is for people who are 5'5 five, five or shorter or the medium size oh, that's one. Me. But again, I mean, this is like something that I'm not um, getting tomorrow, but I just sort of think like, okay, if I can save some money and kind of add up, um, you know, what would I want? And, and see, I never, I do not do those little purchases. Like I don't go to stores where there are nope. end caps. I yep. don't, um, That's I have good. had the same Christmas ornaments for 13 years and they are plastic and they were from, I mean, I just, and every year I think maybe this is the year I'm going to do an updated Christmas ornament collection. And then I'm like, nope, don't care. I like yep. these gold ornaments. I'm putting them up. This is yep. lovely. It's like, I'm, I'm much more of a, buy once, buy it right, and really love the benefit of it versus like whittling away. Like I could have a $20 bill in my purse for like a s- six months. I just would like right. never spend it. But it goes back to intention. And I think too, you have to look at, you know, th- this is the thing about getting older is when I look back, I think I took okay care of my body. I really do. But I'm 57 now and I want to take excellent care of my body yeah, yeah. because I see what's coming. Mm-hmm. And so I think like if I had known what I know now when I was in my 40s, 
these would have been really important investments. Yeah. If and you, some people if, have hobbies. Like, this is my hobby. Wellness yes, is my hobby. Is. <laughs> that's that's some people, what it is. Some people go out drinking. Right. You're buying health mats. I'm this buying okay. health mats. Like, I don't yeah. know. And I'm like buying supplements. I don't know if it's, if the, that's so bad. Um, so again, I mean, these are just things that like, I, I just want to, encourage people because I found a lot of like joy and, and well-being in looking at my house this way in looking at it of like, how can I make my house a wellness center and how can I make it feel like I want it to feel? And it sort of starts with empty drawers and then you end up kind of thinking about the things that you can put into your home. So again, it goes back to that Instagram quote, it's making the choice to build a life you don't regularly have to escape from. And I think that really applies to your home, making your home a place that you don't have to escape from, that you don't, you know, and I, it's not like I don't ever want a vacation or a girl's trip or a spa day by any means, but I want those feelings incorporated into more than just two weekends a year. I want those feelings incorporated into every day. And I don't think that's too much to ask. I think we all really deserve that. We do, but it takes intention and it takes work and it takes thought. So I'm going to add one thing to this list. Oh, good. Which isn't nearly as fun as what you've said, but it is cheaper. It's not going to be a banana in a stocking, is it? No. Because if it is, I'm canceling this podcast. (laughs) No, but you might think it's kind of like that. Okay. But I will say to people, the one thing that makes your home feel like a spa or a hotel room is if it's clean. Yes. And so the one thing that I do, I clean my own house. I like to clean. I, I really do. I enjoy it. But... I'm very particular about what I use to clean it. Mm-hmm. And I have a cute little bucket yeah. with sprays that I like that when I want to go dust, I just grab it and I do it. I do a room at a time. But when I come back to my house and everything's picked up, and this is easier because I don't have kids living with me anymore, but I would say if you have young children, my kids had their own bucket. Yeah. Everybody had their own bucket is keeping your house orderly and sort of tidy is I think the first step to making your home a place where you can feel well. I totally agree. Because if it's crazy and it's dirty and it doesn't smell good or there are dishes piled up or there's piles everywhere, mm-hmm. that's the first thing that you can attack to be well. Yeah, And it can't be when I say you attack, it has to be the family. Mm-hmm. And I think this is honestly, I didn't, I didn't frame it this way with my children when they were younger, but knowing what I know now, I would have framed it that way to my children is this is how we stay well. This is how we feel good. This is a reward to ourselves. Yeah. This is how we and, enjoy our life. Mm-hmm. And I think taking responsibility for their space and the space where they're all going to be together is a part of wellness. And I think kids have to learn that too. But I think this is such a different way to spin it as opposed to chore day or, you know, that kind of psychology of, oh, this is the awful work we have to get done so that we can go live our life. No, this is the work we get to do because we have a beautiful home. Let's keep it that way. Yeah, yeah. And I think that would be a – I wish I had approached that way. I didn't. It was definitely chore day. Like, grab your bucket. Let's clean up. Mm -hmm. But I think you can can frame things any way you want with kids. And then on top of that, I think if you do that with young children, they become teenagers that do that. And I think that's just really good modeling. 
I mean, my kids are pretty tidy, and I think it's because they grew up cleaning their own spaces. I just would have framed it differently if I could. I love that. I think that's so, so true. Very good, everybody. Be well. I love it. If you are enjoying this podcast, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Give us a review at Apple Podcasts, and I do want to do one disclaimer. We are not doctors. This is not medical advice. (laughs) I am sharing research that has been uh, done by these companies. I don't want to get into any sort of like you're a host of something not a doctor. I'm well aware that I don't have a PhD in anything, but I do have a PhD Nothing. in fun. Find <laughs> <laughs> right. oh. us on Facebook and Instagram at Best of the Nest. We are the podcast that brings you home. <laughs>